Welcome fellow audience to our podcast. Uh, today, due to the 25th anniversary of the iconic novel The Tortilla Curtain by T.C. Boyle, we are going to be talking about poverty, social immobility and crime in the city Topanga near the American-Mexican border. And especially we're going to talk about how these aspects are depicted in the novel. In the novel, T.C. Boyle uses the Mexican protagonists to draw a very clear picture of the two faces of Topanga. Candido and America face poverty, the daily fight for work and especially a lot of danger and crime during their flight across the US-Mexican border, while living in America and especially in the interaction with the other illegals. Especially America, as a woman, has serious problems finding honest work. As most of the wealthy white population searches for men to do hard work, most women probably have no better option than starving or prostituting themselves. This is, however, not an option for America, which is why she barely manages to feed her injured husband. Of course, the low social mobility also causes the couple to live in poverty. A lot of people in America are nowadays referring to the fact that the chances of poor people to get rich are constantly sinking, stating that the American dream has in fact become a nightmare. Especially on the East Coast and near the Mexican border, the chance is often less than 5%. Another aspect that plays a major role in the novel is the local population's fear of being victim of an assault or a robbery. The majority of Topanga's residents have so big security issues that they live in so-called gated communities. However, the Mexican couple in fact face a lot more violence from racists and criminal American gangs. At the border they got robbed by a gang and afterwards nearly raped and killed by some racists who angrily state, Binas die. Now, as the American dream seems to collapse, the Americans have two approaches on whose fault it is. Some state that in fact it's the fault of the immigrants who caused the crisis. Some others blame the American government for their policies to cause poverty and social immobility. So don't you think it's a valid point that um, as long as poor Americans take the poorly paid jobs it's fine but when the, uh, when the Mexicans come across the border competing with them for the same jobs uh, they will lose their jobs because the Mexicans take the jobs for lower payment and therefore there's a lose-lose situation because the Mexicans are poorly paid and the Americans don't have jobs. I disagree with you. I think the illegal immigrants don't make the situation much worse. I think it's the fault of the government who is responsible for the American citizens who are priced out of their houses due to hiking rents as a consequence of America's profit-oriented economy. Well, that seems valid, but um, don't you think that in these refugees having experienced only violence, crime and uh, in their whole life are more likely to tend to get criminal themselves. I don't think the increasing crime rate is a consequence from the general poverty, not just from gangs immigrating to America. It's a fact that most of the immigrants came, come in fear not to conquer America, as you said. I think they're very poor people looking for a new start of life. So after hearing your arguments, I can totally agree with you that those Mexicans aren't a threat, a threat to the Americans at all. They don't have any bad intentions. But don't you think um, they're bad for the uh, job market as they compete with the Americans? 
I partly agree with your points. I had to overthink my point of stance as well. Um, it's not just the fault of the American government. Thanks. We have to find a middle way, maybe make pr uh, compromises. And yeah, if you like the topic, tell us in the comments, like and subscribe, follow our podcast. See you later. We are out.